Hallelujah to the Lamb. Praise God. Praise God. Turn over to Chronicles. Give you a minute to find it. Chronicles, we may hit a lick or two in Kings. I'm having a senior moment, I guess. Hot flashes. Second Chronicles thirty two. Well, God knows what each of us need today. My memory ain't what it used to be, but I don't think I've ever preached this message. And as I think on it, I don't know that I've ever heard it. But I think it's going to help us if God will let me bring it out, what's on my heart. Everybody found their place, 32nd chapter. I love you, appreciate you. Thank you for what God has done for us and what you've meant to me. Some of us been together a long, long time. Amen. The Lord's been good to us. 32nd chapter of 2nd Chronicles, and about the 24th verse. <coughs> and in those days, Hezekiah was sick to the death. And he prayed unto the Lord, and he spake unto him, and he gave him a sign. And Hezekiah rendered not again according to the benefit done unto him, for his heart was lifted up. Therefore there was wrath upon him and upon Judea and Jerusalem. Notwithstanding, Hezekiah humbled himself for the pride of his heart, both he and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so that the wrath of the Lord came not upon them in the days of Hezekiah. If a miracle would humble itself and pray to God, seek his face, as it says in Second Chronicles chapter 14, amen, and pray back to God, our nation could come back and be a God-fearing nation again. I see so many things that we saw as a boy growing up. I see so many things going away. But here, Hezekiah, let me read on. I'll come back and preach this again. And Hezekiah had exceeding much riches and honor, and he made himself treasures for 
silver and for gold and for precious stone and for spices and for shields and for all manner of pleasant <coughs> jewels. Storehouses also for the increase of corn and wine and oil and stalls for all manner of beast and coats for flocks. Moreover, he provided him cities and possessions of flocks and herds and abundance, for God had given him substance very much. This same Hezekiah also stopped the upper water course of Gaon and brought it straight down to the west side of the city of David. And Hezekiah prospered in all of his works. 31. Howbeit in the business of the ambassadors of the princes of Babylon who sent unto him to inquire of the wonder that was done in the land. God left him to try him. I want us to get this part. This is what we're preaching on. The Bible said God left him to try him that he might know all that was in his heart. So the Bible said, and I've, I've read this, and I know I've preached on Hezekiah and God adding years to Hezekiah's life and how Hezekiah prospered and done that, but I don't think I've ever seen how that the Lord left him to try him that he might know all that was in his heart. And I thought sometimes we don't realize and with all that Hezekiah had prospered and all that Hezekiah had, he kind of forgot about faith. He kind of forgot about where all blessings come from. And in the, in the second, in the 25th verse there, he said, But Hezekiah rendered not again according to the benefits done unto him. And you look up the word rendered, honey. I believe Hezekiah didn't come back and give God praise and honor and glory for what God had done for him. So I thought about as Hezekiah kind of forgot what God had done for him. And it tells us so far in the 19th and 20th chapter of Second Kings how God had healed Hezekiah and he made the clock go back 10 degrees, the, the clock of Ahaz. And he said, Hezekiah said, to know that I am healed. He said it can always go forward, but the clock can go back. So time stopped, and Hezekiah saw this, yet he still did not give God praise and honor and glory. After all that God had done for him, after all the blessings that God had done for him. So I'm talking about myself here, and I've told you all, I, I can remember especially a time about three months that I don't remember the hand of God on me. About 
about three months. Evidently, I got exalted and I couldn't feel the presence of God. And I thought, what can I do? I prayed. I even fasted. And I sought God in every way that I knew how. But I couldn't feel the presence of Almighty God. I fell in a, a lonely desert, a long place. And I thought about, as us preachers, uh, we're expected to come every Sunday, every Wednesday night and have a message come down shouting praising God we ain't supposed to be discouraged and out of heart but I'd like to tell you something uh, today the preacher gets down to uh, the deacon gets down to uh, Hezekiah was a greater man than I'll ever be uh, he was king of Judea amen and God had blessed him richly he had blessed him uh, with great substance the Bible said and he had everything. And, the, and a sickness come on. Here's a guy. And he was dying. It was a sickness unto death. And Isaiah went down and he spoke to Hezekiah. And he said, you're going to die. It's a sickness unto death. And Hezekiah, in all of his pride, he turned to the wall and began to cry out to God. And he said, God, give me life. Restore my life. Don't let me die. And he prayed to God. Amen, as you've done. And if I've done, amen. And we prayed to God, Lord, restore my life. Don't let me die. And before Isaiah could get out the door, God spoke to him. said, go back and tell Hezekiah that I'm going to add, this is in Kings, I'm going to add 15 years to his life. I thought about, I remember, Todd, as you was taking me to the hospital in 2020, I remember in my car trying to stand up and get my breath with a heart attack I couldn't breathe and I thought as I laid there in bed this morning God has given me already three more years amen from June of 2020 and I look at some of you all God has given you more years when the doctor said it's done when the doctor didn't think he was going to pull out of it God has added more years to us but as the word I read Hezekiah didn't go back and give God praise. The Bible don't say all of this, but read the whole story. Hezekiah just thought maybe God owed it to him. Amen. So God removed himself from Hezekiah. Amen. He removed himself from Hezekiah that he might try Hezekiah's faith. Amen. Read it there in the 32nd chapter and the 31st verse. How they Hezekiah had to fall back on faith. Amen. He couldn't take what he had seen. He had, he had the the power of God. Only you and I don't realize what it is to not have the power of God about us. I read in the Word that the Lord would never leave me and never forsake me. So he's there. But he wants me to go by faith and my sickness. I thought God wants me to show him. He's going to prove me what I'm going to do. God is trying Bill's heart today. God is trying my 
my heart to see what I'll do. If I'll go on faith or if I gotta have it by sight, if I gotta see my healing, if I gotta see my food, if I've gotta see my son saved, if I've gotta see all the shouting in the church, all the souls getting saved, or if I'm gonna throw in the towel and say, I can't go on, I can't touch it, I can't feel it, I don't see it happening. I'll just throw in the towel. God is trying my faith the last few months. God has tried my faith, and I praise him for it. Honey, I have failed miserably. I have been nothing but Hezekiah. Took his eyes off of God, too. Amen. Let me read to you what the Word of God said. And he said in the 31st verse, How be in the business of the ambassadors of the princes of Babylon. We know that Babylon has always been evil. We know that Babylon has always caused trouble. And it says the ambassadors. And this is why I'm in this scripture today. I thought about ambassadors. How we have good ambassadors and we have bad ambassadors. And it said these ambassadors are the princes of Babylon. And they come to Hezekiah. They heard that he'd been sick. And they come just exactly like Satan comes to you. When you're down sick, you've been weakly. You're, you're not exactly what you need to be. You that have been sick with just the flu, you know, the first few days, you're not all the strength that you need to be. And you came, the ambassadors out of Babylon, and said, we have heard, uh, we have heard uh, that your sickness and how much we care about you. Honey, they were ambassadors of the enemy straight out of Babylon, Sent straight from hell, amen, to break Hezekiah down. And Hezekiah, I begin to tell him, and there was a man named Sennacherib, the king of the Assyrians, amen, that wanted, and he come in, and he, he was an ambassador of Satan. He was an ambassador of hell. And, and he come, let me read his name again. I may not even got his name right. Sinarib. Sinarib is his name. Amen. And he was the king of Assyria. And he come to him and he said, look what I have done. I have tore down cities here. And he come to the people and he stirred up just exactly like Rome. Came through America. Amen. And it knocked people down. People died. I understand. But people stopped. People that used to praise God fell under fear. People began quit praising God because they got afraid of uh, they're going to die and afraid they're going to get a corona and they're going to uh, lose their wealth. Amen. Sennacherib come by and he pointed out. He said, and you can look in the Bible and read all the cities. He said, I whipped this city. They thought they could whip me. But Sennacherib said, I took them over. He said, Hezekiah is telling.
telling you a lie. Don't believe what Hezekiah is telling you. Can I tell you that same? A devil is speaking to the churches today and saying, don't believe of that preacher bill that you can fall away and end up in hell. Don't believe that preacher bill that there's a battle out there to be fought because God has got more to take care of you. Don't believe nothing he said. He said that God will take care of you. Oh, King Sinarib of Assyria said, look at all the cities I've tore down, all the places I've broke down. Y'all know when you look at news, you look at the bad and you don't look at the good. We forget what God has done. How in the world can I lose if I'll hold? I read it this morning. If I'll hold on to the unchanging hand of God, how can I lose? I thought this week we've had trouble up to our ears. Every direction, seemingly, John, that we turn. Amen. And old sinner Ribbon want to say, see, where is that God of yours? Where's that God that takes care of you? I'm going to tell you where that God's at. I'm about to have a Holy Ghost spell. Uh, that God is in my heart. Uh, that's taking care, Jane, of every problem I've got. Uh, honey, if I never see Scott is saved, I've still got God. Uh, the Jesus Christ, the grace of God has passed by our families. Don't get discouraged when you don't see it happen. Don't throw in the towel. Don't give in uh, the faith. Don't throw in the faith. Give God God pray if nothing else ever happens good in my life I'm going to tell you God save my soul in the bathroom that night and if I'll hold on to Jesus I'm going to tell you something I can't lose I'm a winner through Jesus Christ glory to God it's no place to quit no place to throw in the towel I've got a promise of a brand new body cancer ain't going to be there Amen. Heart attacks ain't going to be there. Bad joints and old age ain't going to be there. I've got something to hang on to. Amen. Paul told me about it. Peter told me about it. Amen. Old preacher Price Fifth preached to me about it. Amen. Old Dave Sexton preached to me about it. Riley Hensley come by and he said it's the darkest days I've ever seen. Honey, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. I'm glad today that somehow you remember when I had spinal meningitis 18 days 18 days and nights with headache. Never spent a day in the hospital. I ain't had good mind sense. But I got saved. God is calling me to pastor Mount Vernon Church. What did Center Rev's crew what did the ambassadors of Satan do? They come to me and said, you'll never be the same. You've got infection on your brain. Your mind won't ever be the same. You won't be able to pastor. You won't be able to praise God because I beat you down to nothing. That's 32 years ago. Amen. And I got this good of minds I had then. Amen. God promises will work, church. The ambassadors of Sinarib are lying to us. They're telling us lies. 
They're cheating on us. They're, they're taking our faith from us. I never was much afraid of nothing when I was in sin. And I sure ain't afraid of the devil today. He's beat and thrice my family. I'm going to tell you, if I sat down and tried to tell you what we have went through the last four weeks, you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. How Satan can get into the mind of one of yours, into your family, and tear you down to nothing. I had to reach up and grab a hold the horns of the altar, the great big hand of God. This morning, I'm not complaining. I'm preaching. Amen. I'm not complaining. But this morning, I was so dizzy. I thought, Terry, I can't make it. I can't make it. My legs. You talking about the jerks of the hangover. That's how I felt this morning. And weakness. I thought, I can't go. Yes, I can go. Glory to God. Because God said I could go. I'm not whining, complaining to you. But God said I could go. He'll tell me when I'm done. I'm glad today. Amen. For those times that God tried me. I'm glad for those times when God took his hand off of me. I couldn't feel him. I couldn't see him. But through the eyes of faith, I knew he saved me. I passed a few tests. Amen. Oh, glory to God. I got a few more to go, but I passed a few tests. Even they gave me a check mark. said, go on. I'm going to bless you again. I'm going to add three years to your life. Amen. I'm going to give you prosperity. I've got prosperity. I've got clothes on my back and my life bills paid. I've got prosperity. Amen. I've got a family. I've got prosperity. I've got prosperity that people don't understand. I know the love of money is the root of all evil. And it takes so much to get by. But honey, I'm depending on God. I know who paid my life bill when I didn't have it. I know who took care of my health when I couldn't do it. I know who paid the doctor bill. Oh, glory to be unto Glory be unto God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, praise His holy name. This is what I'm preaching on. I'll be in the business of the, of the ambassadors of the prince of Babylon. He sent unto him to inquire of the wonder that was done in the land. God left him to, to, to try him that he might know all that was in his heart. That God might know all that was in his heart. Amen. They come up and they heard about. We can find this over in Kings. In Second Kings, Hezekiah got afraid. Sennacherib said, "I'm gonna come down, and I'm gonna destroy you." Hezekiah and the people prayed to God. God said, "One place the Bible said stoned, and another place it is plain said it was hell." And the Bible said, as this battle was fought, he said more people were killed with the, with the hail, with the stones of hail, H-A-I-L, 
the stones of hell than was killed with the sword. So God showed Hezekiah, their old Sinareb was, losing the battle. And there was hailstones falling out, killing the enemy. And Hezekiah was winning and wasn't doing nothing. Amen. There's more killed with the hailstones. And the Bible said, and you can read it in Kings, Second Kings, 1835 or 1935, and it said that 185,000 died and more was killed by hell than by the sword. Osinareb, he saw this battle, and then he heard about Hezekiah being healed. My Lord, what kind of God is this? So he sent ambassadors up to find out what was happening. What kind, of, what kind of God is this? What kind of God is this? You find that in Kings. And he said, I had more men. I had more power. Hey, can you stop? Can you stop right there? And look back at a place in your life where Jesus won without pulling the sword. He won the battle over your alcoholism. He's won battle after battle at your house. You know, we just need to stop and give him praise. Give him praise for what he's done for us. Oh, glory to God. I thought I was in my mind looking through my buddies that we used to fight together. We drank liquor together. We run wild together. And the graves are full of my buddies, some younger than me, some older, that I run around with in low gap. And here I am still going. Amen. I may be running half mask, but let's give it all to God. Let's give it all, all the praise to God. Cancer's been totally defeated by the hand of God. Never drawed a sword. Hallelujah. I remember, Todd, talking about Bill there in the prayer room this morning. What a battle it is, not able to get his breath. And I remember standing up in, in that old kill as Todd took me to the hospital. And I tried to stand up in that car to get my breath. My heart shut down. Amen. God, give me another breath. Yeah, they, the doctor said, you ain't supposed to be here, but God, give me another breath. Amen. I ain't supposed to shout, I know we're in a Baptist church, but God, give me another shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Could somebody holler for me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah for what God has done for me. Hey, glory be unto God. I thought sitting in church, down to baptize, no. Sunday, I thought I started to try to read out of Sunday week ago, read out of Colossians, and I tried to 
called out and they said, hey, and went, went down nothing. I just, I just quit. Sitting in church sometimes, I want to say, hey, man, it's hey, won't nothing come out. But glory to God, can we hear what the Word of God is saying today? I'm going to tell you, God fought the battle for Hezekiah. God fought the battle for Jerusalem. Amen. We are not losing the battle. I don't care how big the enemy looks. I don't care how dark the cloud is. How great a depression you're going through. God is bigger than any of our problems. God is able to take care of us. Praise His holy name. Praise His holy name. Praise His holy name. I appreciate you being from the depths of my heart. Amen. Appreciate you from the depths of my heart. Glory to God. What God has done for us. I'm just about done. I'm going to turn over to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 8. And I've preached on the children of Israel coming out of bondage all my life. I just love it. I love to preach that message. But do you know something? I've never seen this verse right here. I know I've read it, but I never found it. Deuteronomy 8 and 2. Let's go to 8 and 1. And he... And the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do, that ye may live and multiply and go and possess the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers. The second verse. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness. Look at this. To humble thee and to prove thee to know what was in thy heart, whether thou wouldst keep his commandments or no. So you look at 40 years in the wilderness. 600,000 died. Nobody made it in except Caleb and Joshua and the children that were under 20 years old. And he said in the 8th verse, And to prove thee to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. God knows today. They went through hardships to prove that they were going to serve God. They went through hardships. Honey, and they'd rebel and they'd mutter. So look at America today. I, I don't want to be a dark preacher, but neighbor, can I tell you, there's got to be some hardships coming to America to prove that we are what we say we are. I know as a young preacher, it was easy to jump up and preach and shout. I was just a deacon, but I preached everywhere I went. 
God blessed me, put something in my heart. He saved an old drunk. How easy it was to preach. And then when the battles come, you had to crawl back in a hole. Your testimony had got old. It wasn't as bright as it used to be. And the crowd, the ambassadors of Centurion come and said, I told you you wouldn't make it. I'm going to beat you down. I'm going to shut you off. I'm going to tell you I had to go back and pull out some of that portion of faith that God gave me. Because God said he'd go with me. I'll take care of you. Never seen the righteous forsaken or their seed baking bread. Step out by faith. Neighbors today, one of the hardest steps by faith I ever made was to get saved. The next hardest step by faith was for me to announce the calling of pastorship of Mount Vernon Church. Why? I wanted to see it. I couldn't take it by faith. Neighbor, when we step out by faith, God will bless us. God will take care of us. Neighbor, today, there's very little faith in America because we've run by sight. I thought about if people want to know anything, they'll pull out their phone, punch it in. All of us young folks used to go to the old folks and say, can you help me with this? My cars are missing. I don't know how to, how to build this house. I don't know how to put on shingles. I don't know this, and I don't know that. Today, we don't go to the old folks. Amen. We go, we go to our computer. Amen. I don't even have to go see who's out to do. I just look on my phone. They're walking around my house. Amen. Think about how much we have lost in faith. I remember when I built my first house, I was laying brick for town and country, R.C. Prims. And every day I'd pack my dinner, and, and every week we'd brick a house and go to another one. I'd go in at different stages of the house and see how that carpenter, how that carpenter went over that window, how he laid out his windows, or what he done. I come home and put it to work. I'm going to tell you what we need someday. We need some master Christians, some master Christians that have tried, that have been tried, that have kept the faith, Hey, the master Christian that has passed the test, that's been to a place where God didn't have his hand on him every minute, where he wasn't protected with everything that the world has to offer. And we was there by ourselves, and we had to step out by faith, and God gave it to us. God answered our prayers. We need some master Christians. I'm talking about men and women. Amen, for our younger ones to come to. You cannot get the Spirit of God off a cell phone. I can read the Bible there, and I enjoy I enjoy my daily devotion every day. I enjoy reading off of my phone when I can't do no better. 
but there ain't nothing like my old-fashioned altar and my old-fashioned Bible to sit down and get in touch with God and the Holy Spirit of God come down from on high and stir in my soul. Lay ready this morning to stir up the pure gifts that God has put in us. We need some master Christians. We're going through a test, brother. Sis, you just been through a test. I bet you feel like, where is this God I've been trying to serve? I know when death comes and when sickness comes. I'll say it again. When this man had, was it full bypass? I can't remember nothing. Full bypass. I thought when I had him and the Boy Scouts, Lord, don't nothing ever happen to that young man. Here he is sitting here. I ain't going to tell his age, about 67, something like that, with four bypasses. Never thought that would happen to him. Never thought cancer would come on us. Never thought Vivian would be down. I'm going to tell you something, young people. Count on God. Count on God. Amen. The doctors are good and they've helped me, but God bought the increase. God bought the increase. I love you from my depths of my heart. I'll be honest with you. If I could get an answer from God, I'd get off of the front row and go to the back and let somebody else have it. But right now I've got to preach the best of the best of what I got. God knows what he's doing. And it's by faith. I love you. God may be putting you through a test to see what's in your heart. To see what's in your heart. I thought these that have temper tantrums, temper tantrums, they ain't got God in their heart. The Lord's done saying. They got temper tantrums. They go off the handle. But Bill, you don't understand. Why well, I do understand. You ain't rival God. Road rage. Mm. Janet holler at me once in a while. I'll mouth and mutter. <laughs> old man, old man, pull out in front of you, drive two blocks and stop in the road, and then turn left. And it's hard to be quiet. But I ain't in that big a hurry. Yeah, I ain't on no time clock. Think about it. This is for us, Mount Vernon. God may be trying your heart, may be trying to find out what's in your heart, may be trying your faith. i just never seen that, just never seen that. I'm going to read both of them again, and I'm going to quit. In Chronicles 32 and 31, how about in the business of the ambassadors? This was a business for the ambassadors of the princes of Babylon who sent unto him to inquire of the wonder that was done in the land. God left him to try him that he might know all that was in his heart. Deuteronomy 8 and 2, and thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee 
and to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldst keep his commandments or not. In Chronicles, he said that he, that in the 26th verse, he didn't stop and give God praise. But in the 26th verse, he said, notwithstanding, Hezekiah humbled himself. I'd like to tell you, and I'll quit right there, but Hezekiah humbled himself. I'm going to tell you something. You'd rather God would humble you than to be humbled by God. You'd rather humble yourself than to be humbled by God. You'd rather humble yourself than to be humble by God. The Bible said, as I read there in, in Chronicles, all the things that Hezekiah had, all the substance that Hezekiah had. I can go back, and I believe this was Kings. But Sinareb, and it gives a name of his God. It wasn't our God. But Sinareb was read, led by the devil. And he said they went back. I need to look that up. But this is what it says. And he said they found him in the house of his God, and he gave the name of his God. And he gave the name of his two sons, Sinareb, where his two sons went in and killed him. If my boys kills me, it's going to be because I've got out of the will of God. Yeah. If I stay in the will of God, they ain't man enough to kill me. I'm talking about my spiritual, my spirituality. Amen. You ever had it to have in your house? You thought, I can't make another day. They beat me to death. Where is my God? Why ain't nothing happening? Amen. You thought that, ain't you? That well, they ain't no use. They ain't no use. That's what Satan said. They ain't no use to go back to church. I brought my church letter from Fairview Church. You can ask Janet. I asked for it. I stood up and asked for it, church. I bought it and put it in a drawer. I said, I'll never join another church. I'll never join another church. I think roughly, last 73 and first to 74, I proved Bill wrong. I joined Mount Vernon Church. Amen. Those letters are important. They come against them, but they're important. Paul had to have a letter to go preach certain places. If I join association, change my doctrine, I might get to go more places. But I ain't going to do it. I'm happy with what I got. Happy with what I got. Shannon, get us a song. Amen. 